No, I can't relate to all that freedom that you guys are talking about. Oh, okay. so I can't relate. Wow, sorry. I, honestly, <laughs> like you guys are saying, I'm opening my mind like, wow, interesting. Wow. Maybe I'm not a full adult yet. Maybe I shouldn't even be on this uh, podcast. This is the Musings Podcast by Ariel War. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Musings Podcast with your favorite pod girl, Ari Oluwa. On this show, I express my thoughts and experiences on self-confidence, love, and growth in the most exciting and inspiring way. Watch out for intelligent interviews and conversations that will help you build your confidence, redefine love, and ultimately cause you to be the best version of yourself. Welcome to the Musings Podcast. This is yours truly, Ari Uluwa. And I have my friends with me today. We're going to be discussing something very interesting. And it's a chat cast. So I have four of my friends here. Amy, Toby Fab, Toby Babs, and Fifi. Everybody say hi. Hello, guys. Hi. Hello. Okay. Yes. Thank you. So today we'll be discussing how to be a Nigerian adult. How to be a Nigerian adult. Adulting so far. It's a follow-up episode a part two of the previous episode now to be an Nigerian adult and it promises to be fun so let's just get into it so we're going to start from the first question and i'll personally tell you my own so that it does, it's not like okay if you don't have an idea of the question i mean the answer to the question my first question is what is the lesson you've learned so far in your adulting journey yes i mean adulting journey as per post college post um, graduate school so what's the first lesson you've learned. For me, I think the first lesson I've learned is to ditch every feeling of entitlement. I mean, you're not entitled to anything. You have to work for it. Whether you are rich or you're smart, whatever it is, you have to work for it. You have to like forgo every feeling of, I think I should get it or I deserve it. If you deserve it and you so desire it, you just have to go for it. So that's like my own lesson I've learned so far as an adult. So who do I ask first? Tammy. Well, I think the one thing I've learned is there's no there's no straightforward path in, in this um, adulting journey. Oh. It's like the first time in my life that I don't know what next in my life. You know, you know okay. every at every stage, you know that there's something there's something next. Like jump, then you finish. Oh, yeah, jump, like I was thinking. Yeah. And then you finish whatever you're going to do next. It's going to be determined by you. So and I think it's not it's not fresh. Look at coming from where I'm coming from. Yeah. You need so, a guardian that's job, one thing I've <laughs> Okay, Toby Fab. As for me, I think um the lesson learned is not to be dependent. I feel in this Nigeria, most young adults, we like we are more dependent on our parents. We expect them to provide basically everything for us, unlike um, the ones abroad. I think once they are 18 or so, they get to work by themselves, you know. They know how to hustle, they know how to feed themselves, you understand, unlike us. If you as a as a as a girl, as a lady, if you are not married, you are not really expected to leave your father's house. You get to be basically have to depend on them for everything. In fact, if you are thinking of moving out from their house to go and, you know, to go and also and make a life of your own, they look at you like, okay, you are going to do some rubbish. They, they look okay. at you like, okay, now you are growing wings. I'm still your father. 
I can still provide for you. You have to stay. Okay. So like the lesson is that we should be... well not to be dependent. Well. <laughs> okay. Um, I think for me, what really stands out is just like um Kimi said. You know, when you finish um when you're in secondary school, you know what next? You're hundred level. You know you're going to two hundred level. There's there's a defined path sort of. But the thing is that the moment you leave in VA, you finish NYS, it's like it's a different ball game. You are on your own. Sometimes even when you know what's next, because of um, our environment, what you expect to be next is not what you get. So one thing that I've learned, like the biggest thing I've learned so far is that your race is different. My race is different from your race. My path is different from your path. I mean, eventually, if you're diligent and you're consistent, you get there, you get to wherever you aim to get to. So that's my biggest lesson. Okay, okay. So yeah, Toby Babs. Okay. Um... For me, the greatest lesson that I have learned so far about being an adult is that um, the idea of being an adult starts from your day one in school, like your day one in the university. This is what I mean. The major challenge around being an adult is the fact that um, we all need money. I'm sure we all agree to that. Everybody needs money. So the thing is, while most of us were in school, then, you know, you have a lot of uncles, aunties, daddy, mommy, and everyone, they just get to send you money. Just they're not sending money of, <laughs> <laughs> you get a minimum of 10 15k in your account just like that but then yeah. the lesson that we ought to have learned is that as at that time we should have made investments when i mean investments mm-hmm. i mean investments in business investments <laughs> in our career those two things are basic such that by the time we are getting out of school the basic need which seems to be the problem for every adult which is finance is settled yeah. so once that is settled it's easy it's easy to focus on marriage, it's easy to focus on um, traveling around, it's easy to focus on whatever thing you want to do else. In fact, it's easy to focus on God. Okay. <laughs> so great lesson is we should have focused more in school and made investments, do business sometimes instead of um, attend some crook. <laughs> you know this guy is very mean, expressive. <laughs> I really would have been married by now. I mean, I should have been more focused. Okay, sure. So I learned, I think what I got from um, what you all said is the fact that as an adult, we, we need the, the fundamental need is finance. And so we need to have, just have prepared for that. Okay, a follow up on what Toby said now. So what is that thing you didn't prepare for? What is what, that one thing you didn't prepare for? Like it just came, came at you like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to do this. So what's that one thing as an adult that you didn't prepare for? So for me, I believe I didn't prepare enough for the challenge and the pressure of people around. There is this belief from everyone when you're back from NYC that now you're back, you're back with a lot of money. You must have saved up to millions while you were serving and you know, everybody's <laughs> waiting. <laughs> everyone is waiting to place a call across to you and they just wanted to send something immediately as though you are for the Christmas. So something specific that I didn't prepare for was I did not prepare for pressure and I tell you it, it took a toll on me because after service and all of that there were pressures for marriage pressures for job pressures for finance and a lot of things but you know the greatest pressure <laughs> that came to me as a person was that I did not prepare for impact and you know after finding all of the money impact comes in knocking and when it starts knocking man seems to be more crazy than the finance thing you get all of the money in the world and you still feel like wow i'm not doing enough i want to do much 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 more so i didn't prepare for that pressure that comes on me that okay you have to make an impact you have to answer to people's need and bring out the best out of them so that's it for me i think for me um i didn't prepare 
to leave my comfort zone. So it's, it, you know, when, see, I really enjoyed staying in university. In my opinion, I felt it was rosy, you know. I'm just there when I need money. It's not like when I need money, or the hand, don't get me wrong, but you get pocket money and you have to use it wherever, anyhow you manage it, you try to manage it for the month. But there was this kind of comfort for me when I was in university. So I didn't expect the challenges when I came out of school and I was not prepared for it at all. So it was a bit challenging for me to leave my comfort zone you know i had to now really prepare for it mentally you know so i actually have to apply for jobs it was even when i was doing my service that i remember working under the hot sun and going from company to company carrying cv like this is something that i'm not thinking about yeah to be very to be very (laughs) to be very honest it was it wasn't something i planned i was in a completely strange environment and I was carrying CV going like please I'll talk to the security man in fact you now start even using things like oh the security man is Yoruba yeah Yoruba you start speaking Yoruba with him so honestly I was not prepared to leave my comfort zone so it, it was a bit challenging but eventually for you to thrive um, you have to forget comfort zone so yeah that's it for me okay Timmy has okay. been quiet let Timmy talk Timmy should talk he has been quiet no, no I'm thinking what everybody is saying okay so, Please go. I'll go last. Uh, all right. Well, I think um, mine has a lot in common to do with people me own because I didn't prepare for the reality of adulthood. I do hear it too. Actually, when people tell you about the gist of um, trying to secure a job for themselves in Nigeria, I know they say it is crazy and I know they say the rate of unemployment is high, but I didn't know it was like this crazy. It's time consuming. It is stressful. Sometimes you just like have to do a mental check on yourself that is it that you don't know who <laughs> so you do, <laughs> you do a lot of check that am i okay am i supposed really to be jobless right now that's why you think of so many things that you ought to laugh on okay maybe i was supposed to be versatile i was supposed to know this do this and a lot more than you know focusing on just one thing that okay this is what i want to become this is my dream you know so i wasn't prepared for the for the reality of adulthood at all until you after NYSC too and then you start trying for the connection. Even tell your jo- your friend that you know that she's starting for a job. I don't know if Eric can remember that I was asking her. Like, if you have any leave. I know she's also looking forward to looking for a job in the also. Yeah. <laughs> I was even telling her that I please if you know anybody, I'm tired. I can't keep on going like this. So I wasn't prepared for it at all. Like the reality of unemployment per se. Let me just say it like that. Okay. But I wasn't at all. Yeah. Okay. Um for me, I think my own is very close to if first um, why is your name Ifo Lua Toby? Please, Toby Babs. Um the fact that I didn't invest in myself enough. I just feel like I didn't do enough. Enough in all aspects, actually, spiritually, physically, financially, mentally. You know, I'm just like, are you what were you doing? Like you you really think you went to school, but did you, did, did you actually go to school? So it's not like I am downplaying my school or anything, but I just really feel like I didn't invest enough in myself. And now like there's no time to really put in so much investment and get the results instantly. Okay. So it's like it's like a trade-off. You have to pick one for one or do it side by side. And that is really, really like it's pressure intensive for me, Sha. So I think that's mine. Amy, what what's up? What's yours? Sorry, before Timmy say something, sorry. Okay. And I think in um, in relation to what you just said, it also has to do with um a bit with our upbringing so you know when you're going to university mm-hmm. our parents are screaming in our head and saying face your book, book. Oh, <laughs> <your> book. <laughs> Wait, i'm not i'm not even going oh, i'm yeah. very i'm i mean i'm i i, I, I like to think that i'm business inclined 
or my father will sing it in my ear and my daddy will tell me that I don't want to hear that you are doing any business in school. You understand? And because yeah. I have that fear of my dad, like my daddy was not here, I'm doing business in school. My daddy counted my clothes when I was going to university. So my daddy knows what I'm taking to school. So it's not like I can go and do business in school, buy clothes Make and you money, know. buy clothes. Yes. Oh do you God. understand? You can't do that. So I think it also <laughs> has to do with our upbringing. Go to yeah. school and focus. In fact, it was difficult for me to even join e- extracurricular activities because I'm like, mm. like what That's if my CGPA? <laughs> you understand that? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So and the funny thing so. is we actually had time to do both if if i think about it fifi yeah yes. there was time yeah, to do definitely. both yes we just we just we didn't at that time but then anyways tammy do you have something to do should we move on yeah so like i said earlier all my life it's just, it has just been cruise and vibes yeah. so <laughs> so, <laughs> so i wasn't i wasn't prepared for anything i just we finish we finish school we shall find something to do one way or the other something go shall enter so when so oh. after leaving school <laughs> and then it was like after NYST it was just it just felt like okay yeah no skills no yeah god that is so annoying CGPA did not did not finish well I didn't finish with a very strong CGPA CGPA did not be rare did not be rare that's a good one so I was basically in a limbo so there was basically no skill for to do business and then i just knew that i did not i was not business inclined but i didn't know what i was going to do so basically uh, i wasn't prepared for anything to be honest to be <laughs> so wait, wait, what are the what are the what are the things the truths you were told in the past that you now found out that come these things are lies and what are the, the the things you thought were lies and then you now found out that um, this is real wait so, please now relax with the question like slow down okay. i'm still trying to process it <laughs> okay i said <laughs> I said, what are the things, like for instance, you said before that, ah, they said, okay, don't touch a boy or something like that. I don't, I think that's very cliche though. I mean, since second yeah, year, we're touching mean. boys. I mean, don't, <laughs> don't touch a boy. Even for good, I'll still believe that. Okay, it is true ordinary peck or a kiss that a woman gets pregnant. So, those things, yeah, is it that, that, a, Is it growth or experience? Which one? If not, for what? <laughs> for growth? No, no. Yeah, no, it's experience. It's experience. <laughs> Do I look like... <laughs> so, those things, but I, I don't think... I'm I don't sorry, think, I'm not, I'm not I don't think, I don't age. think those things are, are, are what we're trying to talk about here. How we knew. But I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, you said the things that they told us that were lies. Yeah, right? yeah. Things that you found out now that as an adult that come, these things are not true. Like for instance, a lot of us thought it was automatic. Like, okay, when you finish school, if you do this, if you finish do this, if, if you do pharmacy, hey, you finish with a two one or first class, you get a very good job. <laughs> You get as in Omo, it's a lie. It's not it's not it's not yastic actually, that's what I'm thinking. I think that was a lie they told me. I don't think they they, they, they particularly told you I don't think it's a lie. No, you understand? because because in it's, our in their days it's not a lie. Wait, mm-hmm. in their days, yeah, they had jobs. That jobs waiting for you, even a car self. But I agree. In our own day now, you can't use the advice of them. Yeah, so that's um, what I'm saying. Like they didn't lie. It's not circumstances. It, it wasn't lie. It's just okay. that circumstances have changed. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. So, and yeah. often, obviously, they okay. want the best for you. 
So they want you to, you know, get a good grade so that even when opportunities come, you qualify for opportunities. So I don't, I don't yeah. think it's a lie. Okay. I don't think it's okay. a lie. Yeah, well. okay. True. Yeah, I used to hear people say tech was the new oil money. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but it is. But then I've come to realize that yeah, the guys in the tech world, well, well, if you get a very good job, you're you're doing well. But most companies in Nigeria cannot even pay well. You know, they owe salaries and things like that. So most of them are still more like they're even more. Some of them are even looking for people to take advantage of. So it does not even go into the level of being um, out of what the petroleum industry is. So yeah. I think that's one that I thought I joined tech because I felt I started. I went back to pick up programming because I felt that yeah, once you know this thing, you are you'll be a rich guy. Yeah, yes, it's not, it's, not, it's not false, yeah. But then it takes years of yeah. of practice and, and and years of experience to get to the level where you'll be making the dollars. So it's not like you just come in and start making the money. But then you can join an NPC and you'll be made as a as a beginner. So <laughs> Yeah, true. Actually even concerning what you said. I think the issue with Africa generally is because what we are hyping now, there are things that the white people have done, tipe, tipe. like for instance, we are yeah, learning Python, we are learning all these things. These are things that they've already known. <laughs> they are already going to greater things while we are still launching into those things. They are supposed to make money off it, but because our, our economy is not, okay. we're not really there. So we can't really fund that yet. So I think with time, Sha. We'll get to that point but tech is still a green it's a green field if you ask me though yeah good one yeah for me one of the greatest lies i was told was that um if you study medicine or a medic related course you're ah, god to bless you uncle and god so, bless you <laughs> ah, and, I was so, about to say that. and so ever since my primary school my dad was a lecturer three then and you know you bring journals of where you he had already baptized me to that idea of um being a medical student. So while I did my jam, UTME, post UTME and all of that, I made the cut of and you know, I was there hoping that okay, I will get medicine and you know, the school came up with a very funny idea that they were not admitting medical students for that year. So I felt like okay, let me jump to another medical related course. I jumped to anatomy with the hope that oh we had these jobs waiting, you know, our lecturers would come nice cars, <laughs> you know, would go for practicals, go to teaching hospitals, do all of the stress. But you know, uh, reality dawned on me while I went for my internship. I tell you, I, I, I almost called my dad to tell him, nah, guy, you fucked up. Like, you should have told me all of this. <laughs> fine, fine. It's not like the causes are bad, but then, you know, there is this eye that was given to schooling as a whole. You do medicine. Yeah, right? telling me like, Once you do medicine, some of these professional courses, you're good to go. But then, currently, I have friends. Two of them, medical doctors, they don't have a job. Like, they're not caused. It's not. They don't have issues, but it's the one I have. It's got the one I have is collecting like sixty k. Imagine, imagine. And the guy is weeping inside. He doesn't. He doesn't. I tell you, he's collecting like sixty k in a private hospital for that matter. We talked today, and it just feels like it was just it was just regretting that he wish he just did something else instead. 
It was so guys, you see him outside and we, we belong to a group chat together. When we are talking about some um some things like this, we're always giving him this eye that you know a doctor, you know those doctor. <laughs> and then but people that are close to him will know that he's really underpaid. So guys, I think I think medical courses have prestige or is yeah. it prestige? Please help me, whatever. But the thing <laughs> is that in Nigeria, the prestige does not come with money. Please, and that's why that's why wait now and that's why i don't i still don't think our parents like to us they they still they want the best for us let's be honest i know medical students that currently maybe they're in their final year or whatever and after they're like doctors they're already taking exams they're already planning to leave this country they're going to the uk where exactly. the prestige comes exactly. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm. Yeah, you go to where the money is. There's prestige and there's money. We are talking about finance. Finance. You exactly. You leave the country. So what I'm saying is that there's prestige with medicine. They did not lie. It just happens that our health system, healthcare system, is is in a mess. Is rotten. Okay, so give us the lie they told you. Give us the lie they told you. I mean, they don't even lie to you at all. People, <laughs> <laughs> okay, me, I, I I understand what you're trying to say, but yeah, I really think the only thing we can call it right now is a lie. Whether circumstance happened or not, it's really a lie. Oh, and that's really. the point. That's the gist. We found out that it's not true. We thought it was the truth, but we found out that it's not true. You guys, so, it's, it's true. Yeah, I don't agree. It's not <laughs> complete truth. You can say it's not a complete truth. Okay, it's complete truth. I think in our own twenty-first century, of truth. Yeah, it has an iota of truth, but then it's not the old truth. Okay. When our parents tell us, like, eh, do this, do this, do this, it's based on the experience. I mean, when I was going to university, I was categorically told not to go and study economics because I'm going to finish the third class. That economics is difficult. Economics is this. And I was I was an A economics student. I loved economics. Do you understand? So I think when they advise you, it's based on the experience and they want the best for you. But change is constant and things change. So it's not a lie. I repeat. I think, I, think I, get, I get. I get the um the angle from is coming from. She's going to be a parent very soon, so she doesn't want her kids to say you lied to me. <laughs> I, I feel you, babes. I'm, I'm just laughing. Like okay, okay. So anyway, so we're very few that got lied to at school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next question is the best part of being in Nigerian adult. What's like the thing that the the coolest thing about being Nigerian adult, eh? Why is it quiet? Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused. Okay, let me go. Let okay, me go. okay, okay, okay. The coolest thing to me, I mean, for me, is the fact that, I mean, I can have an argu- argument with my mom and win. Like, she tells me to do something, I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. She said, Joe, oh, they, I said, no, I'm not doing it this way. I want to do this. And she said, okay, I'm okay. Confused. Okay, okay, no problem. So, like, you have the freedom <laughs> of expression, freedom of um, making decisions. And everybody's like, oh, you're an adult, so you can do Is it the same like, Nigeria? Are you, are you serious right now? Is it the same yeah. Nigerian wait, wait. adult? Because you feel like you're 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 an adult now, they feel like okay, you can you can say some things and get away with it. Yeah, you can say something and get away with it. Because I mean, you're an adult. I mean you can't be flogged. So you now have <laughs> you now have you can to be flagged though. Please don't slap me. Not my mom shall uh-huh. Because you're now tall, Abby. Because yeah. you're now tall. Me, I'm still five four. <laughs> Another thing, I'm still short. <laughs> Another thing is, you know, you, you have to be giving antique advice. So, Toby, what's yours? Mine is the question is um, um, that period when they asked you about your boyfriend. Hmm. 
I have this. this. Like they give you. You wear a bad like, okay, Yeah, you are the hand doctor. Tell me about him. Like no, from don't have a boyfriend. Like, as your boyfriend. Finished university. Too exactly. So like, I remember when I finished when I um after my convocation and I came home, my daddy was asking me that anything only moko wale like seriously. It sounded absurd because that's the first time we we'll have such conversation. But at least there's freedom of. You know, I freedom of talking to somebody on on the phone. Unlike before, that once you you know you're spending up to thirty minutes, you're in London. They'll be embarrassing you. Huge lesson to me right now: the freedom to have a boyfriend. That's nice. Yeah. So that's that's it for me. Really. I think my my mom had the first boyfriend conversation with me um when I was seven, <laughs> and then she was like, "Who is this guy?" I said, "It is significant order." What's the meaning of significant order? I said, "What." <laughs> I said, um, like, say, when you say, what kind of relationship? Significant as friend, he's my friend, friend or my boyfriend. I mean, significant order. Significant order. No, I was just like, I was just playing, and then she was like, okay, tell me about him. Like, Eventually, eventually, that one shall end it. So, you no know, me away. You now ask me that, that's it. You have boyfriend. No. But that, but that was during my service year now. Exactly. Yeah, okay. That was during my service year. After I graduated, I was like, uh, I can say that. Hey, I'm a bony. I'm like, hey, what did you say? My mommy will tell you that, like, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit told me to bony. check your phone. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, oh, well, my daddy that. does random phone checks. Like, my daddy does. Check my. I should check. And then she would check the. And then she will, she will know the person's picture. Say, who is this guy? Of course, this guy is the guy. I fear my mommy. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Toby, what was the coolest thing about being an adult? Okay, the coolest thing for me about being an adult is that um, I don't have to run at anyone's pace. Those days was when um, someone pays your tuition, sends you money for upkeep, decides where you go to, when you go there. When you return, <laughs> what you do, when you should touch their car, when you should not, when you should wash the car, when you should not. But, you know, <laughs> it's a different oh ball game God. now, you know. It's yeah. so funny that sometimes when I when I return from work, like everybody just leaves me in my zone and I and I feel like a king. Sometimes I'm like, wow, so I can really get to this point in life. Like I feel like it's a big achievement that you know <laughs> I can get back home and just be on my own. And everybody say, Won't you eat? Come on, hello, I was work today, you know, that kind of thing. So the beautiful thing for me is that um I can do things at my own pace. When I mean things, I mean everything, including eating, including sleeping. If it's a I'm drinking coke at midnight. As I'm sitting down here, come on, you don't, <laughs> you don't want to expose me. If if it were to be before, I would have one of my sisters standing at the door by now, checking just in case daddy's still in the living room, seeing the news, or mommy's still watching African magic, you know. I dare not, as I think, after NTA news, you have to get your room. It's not negotiable. Yeah. And now, the decision is mine. You don't have to hide to make those extra cool calls and everything. You cannot <laughs> so, yeah, making extra cool calls. <laughs> Tell me about it. Who is she? Definitely. And that was Dan, bro. Come on now. <laughs> And the easy thing now is, even when they lodge all of those complaints and anybody comes snagging, you can simply say, sorry, I let it slide. If it were to be before, after the sorry, you still get beaten after saying sorry. So most times I don't even say sorry. Most times I was saying sorry when I was still get beaten. But now you can simply say sorry, respect your opinion, and then you let it slide and you're cool. So for me, it's the ability to do whatever I want to do 
at my own pace. I don't want okay. to be pushed. Who else wants to say something? I think the coolest thing about being a Nigerian adult is the fact that I think I've ended the trust of my parents. Yeah, you know, yeah. At this point where before they do anything, they want to hear what you want to what you have to say. Because you are the first son. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I don't so. think that's why. Okay. I don't think that's why. I just feel like you know you're an adult. You hear people's opinion. You know really? shared experiences and some other things. So I feel like yeah, you can be right and they are wrong. So they just want to. Yeah, from you, so. mm, yeah. Like um, Toby said like, before, things that they bother, they be bothered about. Then I used to be bothered to talk, pick calls at night. But then nobody cares about doing things. Mm-hmm. They want to. Who are you talking to? All this kind of thing. And it's not. It's not. Um, if you don't want to answer, it's your business. And if you, they just want to know, what is like, you? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Maybe you want to say something. It's just because I can't like fully relate, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Harry knows. <laughs> no, I can't relate to all that freedom that you guys are talking about. Oh, okay. I can't relate. Wow, sorry. I, honestly, <laughs> like you guys are saying, I'm opening my mind like, wow, interesting. Wow. Maybe I'm not a full adult yet. Maybe I shouldn't even be on this uh, podcast. Um, um, I think mine is just, I don't know, it's just very different. Coolest thing for me is Nigeria is tough. Eh? And because Nigeria is tough, you'll be tough. You'll just become street smart. So, I like that now I'm just so street smart. I can switch depending on where I find myself. It's just really cool. It's, for me, it's really cool. If I need to converse with Agbero, I'll switch. Kill me, kill him. I'm sorry, Like some Lagos will just bring, Lagos will bring out the different. I said Lagos, Nigeria will bring out different sides of you. And I think that's one of the coolest things. And I feel like anywhere I find myself in the world, the fact that I can survive as a Nigerian adult. Thank you for listening to the Musings Podcast by Ari Rua.